Welcome to Taking the Middle Seat, a podcast where we explore connection where you might not think it exists. I'm your host, Andrea. I'm a therapist and connector living in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I've always believed that one of the most important things we can do as a human is sit next to someone and really take in their story. So every couple of weeks or so, I'm taking the middle seat right here on this podcast. I listen to someone tell their story because I know that the middle seat holds healing and connection and community if we stay open and remember that we belong to each other. I hope you listen into each and every episode and that you'll find yourself moving in to hear the magic in the middle seat. On this episode, episode 44, I'm talking to Lydia Van Hoven Cook and Courtney Stewart from the Grand Rapids Feminist Film Festival. I don't know if you knew this festival exists, but it's been going on for six years. This will be their sixth year. Um, It's on October 27th at Wealthy Theater. They offer a free, you guys, free day-long film festival for all ages, including kids in the very first sessions of the day. They want everyone to be included. The films are short films, 20 minutes or less, and they're dedicated to elevating voices and showcasing talent from historically underrepresented groups in mainstream media. That's from their website, and I couldn't love that mission more. You'll hear in our discussion how dedicated the Grand Rapids Film Festival is, feminist film festival, sorry, to creating a space that really highlights marginalized people and artists. You'll also hear them talk about what else the film festival offers, including a panel discussion about Lizzo. I mean, you guys, you have to go. I've included many of their partners, favorite things, past favorite films, all in the show notes. So check all of that out. You are absolutely going to want to follow the Grand Rapids Feminist Film Festival on social media so that you know all of the important details for the day of the festival. I freaking love getting to know Lydia and Courtney through this conversation, and I know you will too. So here it is, my interview with Lydia and Courtney of the Grand Rapids Feminist Film Festival festival. So Lydia and Courtney, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm excited to talk to you guys about all things film festival. We'll get to that. So um, first we should probably introduce both of you. Um, So I don't care who goes first, but tell a little bit, whatever you want to say about who you are and why you're here. <laughs> you can start and that'll give me an idea of what to say. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, my name's Lydia Van Hoven Cook and I'm one of the founders of the Grand Rapids Feminist Film Festival. Uh, I do a lot of other miscellaneous kind of activist work in the community, but uh, I'm here to talk about GRFFF today. It's a fantastic. Yeah. Acronym. Yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. For the word. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Many Fs yes. in there. Stand for so many things. Yeah. So you never know. <laughs> okay. Courtney, you're up. All right. Um, I'm Courtney Stewart, and I've been an organizer for the film festival for three years now, I think. Three years, yes. Um, so, yeah. And I just, I try and get involved in a lot of things in the community. Lydia is a good friend of mine, and this seemed like something that I was really into, so um, it's been great being involved. So let's get right into the Grand Rapids Feminist Film Festival. 
I um I don't know how it came on my radar. That's like most things. Like I'm just like I feel like at some point it just knew about it, and then I got more interested. So when did it start? I'm sure it started way before I knew about it. And like talk about the little baby Grand Rapids Feminist Film Festival, what that was like, and how it's kind of grown over the years. Sure, um, I'll take that one. Okay. Uh, so the film fest kind of. It's weird how it kind of came about. Like mm -hmm. we, I, so I was working with a group of activists on this zine, which a zine is like a self-published magazine, which I've been making for about eleven years, called the Bandit Zine. Um, and cool. we were kind of publishing this zine on like different progressive topics, so like feminism or gender or like um, I don't know. We even did one on like alternative fashion or mm -hmm. lifestyle kind of stuff um but as we were kind of organizing the zine we were like we want to do something more we want to like be more in the community mm -hmm. other than just like you know tabling at festivals and stuff like mm -hmm. that so we were like we should show like we should make like a zine but like film and like mm -hmm. oh yeah this is like a thing that already exists it's a film festival <laughs> <laughs> like what should we call it yeah. mm. oh a film festival yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> now you know what the f's are surprise um so originally it started we were gonna call it i love telling this because it's like so ridiculous from like to what it's like become but we were gonna call it bring your own blanket fest and we were going to do it in Wilcox Park. Yes. And you could bring a blanket and then we were going to show films that were just like by and for women and uh -huh. non-binary people. Uh-huh. So as we were kind of starting organizing this bring your own blanket fest, you're we like, well, like, I feel like this could be like a bigger thing. I mean, mm -hmm. What if we just like tried to like do something at like one of the local like um, cinemas? And like Wealthy Theater would be cool. And mm -hmm. so... Um, we asked Wealthy Theater if this was, like, a possibility. Mm -hmm. And, like, financially, would this even be possible for us? And it somehow, like, happened. And we did it on a super shoestring budget. Oh, my gosh. And we got, like, our first year, like, 120 um, films submitted to us. Whoa. Yeah. And, like, it, like... I thought you were going to say 120 people came. And that, <laughs> that was going to blow me away. 120 oh. films. Yeah. Yeah. From, like all over the world too not just Grand Rapids and this was I think six years ago and what was that 2013 was our first year very cool or, yeah 2013 and um yeah and so this will be our this year 2019 will be our sixth year which is wow. kind of incredible and mm -hmm. it's like really grown and become this big thing that we never thought it would be and mm -hmm. it's like a legit film festival yeah. that we're running. <laughs> so yeah. we're the real deal. Yeah. And it was clearly needed. Like, if people all found you and submitted yeah. 120 films, Absolutely. like, that was something that was not happening elsewhere, mm -hmm. then it sounds like. Yeah. I don't, I mean, there are a few, like, other feminist film festivals around the, uh, like, around the U.S., and then I think there's one in the U.K., too, and mm -hmm. probably a few that, like, I haven't even seen yet. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, in Grand Rapids, I feel like there's no real feminist space like yeah. mm -hmm. now is defunct Planned Parenthood you know there's a few activist things but like there's no real gathering of like yeah. feminist feminists like mm -hmm. yeah. or talking about like 
women and and non-binary people in like a safe space and that's mm-hmm. like what we want to do is cultivate that safe space for those yeah. people mm-hmm. i love it and you're so right there's probably nothing in the midwest i would suspect yeah, i mean outside much. of like detroit maybe yeah. in chicago but yeah yeah not in Grand Rapids. yes um so what does it look like now like there's one the upcoming so mm-hmm. which is why we're here in october right yeah. um what can people expect if they come to the 2019 GRFFF? What does that look like? Um, I can talk about it, I guess. Uh, so I feel like over the last few years, we've really kind of narrowed down what works really well and you know what engages people best. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're really focusing on kind of three areas, including the film. So of course the films are going to be there. It's a film fest. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that'll be going on all day, and we break those up into several film blocks. I think we have five film blocks this year um, throughout the day. What's nice about that, too, is if you come a little bit earlier in the day, there's usually going to be um, a, a period that's a little more family-friendly if you mm-hmm. want to bring you know, your sons and daughters, whatever. Um, that's a good time to go, and then there's you know a little more... Um, intense stuff later in the afternoon and the evening mm-hmm. um, and then the middle of all that while all that's going on we'll have a series of speakers um, the potentially workshops um, and panels that go on um, in between the blocks we try okay. not to overlap it too much because then you're trying to choose between where you want to go but yeah. usually if we have you know enough content we want to fill up the day as much as we can so yeah. it's a really exciting day and the yeah. best part about it is that it's completely free so you can come which in which is bananas which yeah so yes. see great people see great films cost you nothing yes awesome yeah are they all short films longer films a mixture yeah, we do all, um, we are short film festival, so mm-hmm. everything has to be 20 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which, the only real r- rules, too, for, like, making it a feminist film is that it either needs to be, like, like made by um, women or non-binary people or featuring prominently women or non-binary mm-hmm. people. Okay. Um, so we're just, and, you know... <clears throat> When you think of feminist film, I think you think of like, oh my gosh, we're going to watch a super sad uh, documentary about abortion. That's what we're going to watch. <laughs> all day long. <laughs> but no one will come to our film festival right. if that's like all it was yeah. was sad stuff. Like, yes. So there are also like just stories about like women's lives or like mm-hmm. marginalized people's lives that you're like not seeing these narratives in Hollywood and mm-hmm. that's what we want to do is mm-hmm. put those out there. Mm-hmm. And it's not pinned down to like you no know, animated or it could be mm-hmm. run the gamut. Yeah, could be anything. It absolutely, definitely true does. fiction, whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. We have everything from documentaries to animation to very avant-garde films to mm-hmm. um, you know really anything you can think of. It's a pretty good spectrum um, mm-hmm. throughout the day, so it gives you a nice mix. So you're not just like. It's not just like a dirge of deep documentaries. <laughs> like, bring it, your blanket right, bring to your wealthy blanket. theater. <laughs> Sleep through our documentaries. Um, no, I mean it's a great mix of stuff that can be really yeah. heavy and really emotional, and then other stuff that's just really lighthearted and fun. Very cool. Do you also have any like vendor type people? We do a little bit of okay. that, and like over the past six years, we've kind of flexed like what okay. what the festival needs, what we think Grand Rapids needs. Yeah. Um, but this year we're planning on in, uh, including Citizen Shirt as a partner in their they do live screen printing. Yes. Um, so yeah. we source local art from artists. Very and cool. I, 
pay them, obviously, and then have those designs available at the film fest. And we've done that, I think, the past few years. And that's so cool. Yeah, it's all it's all women that are screen printing too, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And like, just to have that kind of like presence and energy there. Yeah. We also sell like merch, and um, we've had like people like you know Vault of Midnight table or like Books and Mortar, you mm-hmm. know, different um, women and non-binary artists, but. I think like we we'd like to focus just on kind of the film fest this year and what's mm-hmm. going on and mm-hmm. make sure that the lobby doesn't get too crowded and it, yeah. it can become like a lot happening yeah. in there so. so it's a little bit more of a curated collection of items yeah um, yeah rather than just like tables upon tables because that's you know obviously amazing we love supporting artists yeah. we love having them there but really we want to focus on um, the stories that are being told and, and yeah. not just clutter up the, the lobby area. So, yeah. yeah. So we'll have some of that, but not the focus for the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it sounds like there's plenty there. Yes, I mean, if you're a showing a billion yeah. films yeah. that people can just gather and yeah. talk and, you know, have conversation yeah. about what they watched yeah. and whatever, that's very cool. Um, so I feel like there is a lot of discussion around, like, what is feminism right now? I mean, that's mm-hmm. been going on for a while, I think. That's mm-hmm. not like a this mm-hmm. month conversation. But... Um, how did you? How do you guys define that as an organization? Um, or because I feel like it's a little bit kind of hot button mm-hmm. as well, um, or a lot hot button, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not a little. Yeah. Um, so just a tiny little question like that. Just how did you <laughs> <laughs> rein in your ideas about feminism or make them bigger? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What was that? What's that been like? Uh, well. <laughs> Good question. Uh, um, I think that, like, our kind of the way we think about feminism, and it has changed. I think, so looking back at, like, this, I'm having a very reflective, like, moment right now. But um, looking back at the six years, like, things have, have changed so much just in, like, the feminist realm. And, like, what that means and what that is and what that includes and how that looks. I mean, you think about who's in office right now and, like, Mm -hmm. feminism has flexed so much. Um, But what we subscribe to really is intersectional feminism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that means looking at you as not just a feminist, but, like, what do I look like as, like, a fat white woman? What's my feminism? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I have to deal with, like, the white supremacy that comes along with with being white and like all the bullshit all my ancestors have mm-hmm. done and mm-hmm. and I do still mm-hmm. you know without mm-hmm. even that internalized kind of like racism stuff mm-hmm. um where like um someone who is maybe um a, a black queer <coughs> woman would mm-hmm. look where um where you know different people will will look different their feminism will look different so it's considering yeah. all of the aspects of who you are yeah I mean, that's yeah good. no I think I mean I think that's really good I think that's what drew me to the film fest in the first place um you know for me I always considered myself a feminist but I don't think I actually knew what that meant mm-hmm. like I was just like I'm an independent woman right. so I'm a feminist <laughs> boom bam something <laughs> I don't shave my legs what what so, like, you know, like and that was kind of like the extent of it yep um, and so since becoming part of the Film Fest and working with Lydia and the other amazing people who have helped us with this, it really helped me learn more and also just define what that means for me. And mm-hmm. it is complicated. Um, and I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. But um, I 
the place that the film festival holds for me and why I think it's so important is that it is it hits on a lot of different levels mm-hmm. in the sense that you can be someone who was like me when I came in and it was like feminism is rad I don't know anything about it and mm-hmm. like that really was a, an open door for me to kind of learn more through watching the films through hearing these people speak and kind of help define that for myself mm-hmm. um, and then I also think we do a good job of touching on like bigger issues and deeper topics so that if you're like gung-ho feminism feminism <laughs> you have been since like 1965 yeah. like you can still come and, like, find a home here, and it's yeah. not just, like, super basic. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that's been really good for me as I've as I've kind of grown with the best. I think we're all, like, always learning from each other, mm-hmm. too, which is yeah. amazing to have this, like, group of organizers where I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know the answer just because I film fest doesn't mean shit, right. really. Like... I don't know the answer a lot and I'm like continue to learn and we get feedback and critique and like I just I love that like Mm -hmm. about the community is that like that critique and we can all like kind of take it into any Mm -hmm. way we want to take it yeah Mm -hmm. he's fine okay (laughs) he's just a thousand years old and he's on every path so he's fine he just coughs a little like he's been smoking yeah Yeah, that's okay Charlie Mm -hmm. lay off the vaping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like anything else that you you get into it and then it's like, oh, I have to learn this much more and this much and this new thing and this new thing. You just yeah. keep like, um, I've been trying to really like not curate because it's not like making it smaller, but making my like Instagram feed mm. like bigger and not just people that I know, mm. but like branching out more and putting more just images of different people in front of my eyeballs and I feel like just that has made like has just changed things like Mm -hmm. specifically for me it's like people that live in larger bodies or people of color or differently abled people or whatever Mm -hmm. it's just like makes me I don't know this is gonna sound super dramatic but like kind of breathe in life differently Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely um and I feel like that's what the film fest must do for people, even though even yeah. if they feel like they kind of swim in this stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. Just having different images and thoughts and yeah. art in front of your mm-hmm. consciousness yeah. is so huge. I think that touches on something that's really important for me in that, so I grew up in Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. I'm 100% Dutch, I went to Christian schools, like I am wonderful. all the, all the Grand Rapids, yes. all of it, so hard. <laughs> um, and it's... It's so good to have these opportunities to just open your eyes and expand your world outside of, like, the weird little bubble that Grand Rapids is. I think we have so few – I think it's a lot better now, but for so long there were so few resources that would give you that opportunity to really Mm -hmm. kind of expand your vision that, um, you know, even when it's been difficult to continue this, like, it's – I try and remind myself, like, why it's important, Mm -hmm. and that's one of the big reasons is that – you know, we see it a lot with the kids who, like, come to the Film Fest. Mm-hmm. I think we talked yeah. about this a little bit last year. But, you know, when the younger, um, you know, students and college students come in and mm-hmm. they talk about it and they're so excited about it, like, that really reminds me why it's important to keep mm-hmm. promoting things like this and keep making these things available because this wasn't something that was available to me when I was in high school yeah. or even in college. And it took me way too long in my life to get to a point where – you know, I could talk about this confidently or even, like, put into words what I was feeling and not feel like it was wrong. Like, because there is still so much of that small-town, like, small-minded mentality here Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I want to make sure 
you know, the kids that are coming up behind me, like, I'm 100 years old. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes kids. we feel that way. Yeah. yeah. Those exactly. are young kids. Those kids. Yeah. <laughs> I care about them. Yes. Um, but, yeah, that they have those opportunities. Yeah. 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 No, it's huge. I'm sure there's – is it – I have like 10 questions. Mm-hmm. Do you, if most of the people that come, are they young student age people, do you think? We have such like a mix yeah. of people. Like, I think, I think for us, like the student and the kind of like college and, and older high school are ones that we do see a lot mm-hmm. and especially now see a lot more we're mm-hmm. starting but maybe that's just because we're getting older yeah. and start mm-hmm. to see everyone that everyone looks like a high school uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. but we also have like families that come and bring their kids like yeah. la- last year we had a um like how to be a feminist parent uh like panel very mm-hmm. cool which brought out a lot of kids and parents yeah. and families yeah. coming together we have women that are like you know got gray hair and um we have like i don't know everybody men coming that are straight men that come and want to hang out and (laughs) i think it's um and you know learn something or whatever but i love that like our our fest can like speak to so many different people like we try to i think keep it more of like a like Courtney was saying, like a 101 mm-hmm. um, and things that are kind of more entry level. But there are a few little things that are kind of like, you know, the 200 level or the 300 yeah. level of feminism. But, I mean, we need people like need that space to come yeah. and just learn mm-hmm. because, you know, we've been doing activist work for forever. Yeah. I think you like start to forget that like, oh, yeah, people don't know what like these freaking like academic social justice terms mean like, yeah and and you know like Courtney said like I don't know what I didn't know what feminism was like how to describe it with all these certain like terms and mm-hmm. technical stuff like we want to make it like accessible to everyone and that means like all levels of mm-hmm. feminists yeah yeah I think the other thing that Lydia touched on there is that I mean we do definitely have a younger set I think that's a big reason why we want to keep it free too because it mm-hmm. makes it accessible for the you know younger kids who or college kids who don't have a lot of money to invest in events, um, but it also brings together women from all different age groups. So it's an opportunity to meet other people. It's an opportunity mm-hmm. to talk to other people, to learn from other people. Um, you know, older women can learn the new terms from mm-hmm. the kids. The kids are hearing stories from you know women who have been involved in this movement for forever, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. So I think you know it's it's sometimes I feel weird about the fact. And Lydia may disagree with me on this, but I feel weird about the fact that we call it a film fest because I feel like it's so much more. Like, yeah. it's just become so much more over the years. Um, and, you know, we can't change the name because that acronym is just too good. But it's yeah. pretty great. <laughs> like, yes. And we already bought the website. So, um, but it just, it, I feel like it's just grown to be a much bigger yeah. event than, than just that. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is, yeah. It's more than just films, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I think the panels and the the community that comes out of it is like what's to me the most valuable yeah. thing. I totally mm-hmm. agree. And I think th- this. I don't know. I live in Grand Rapids, so that's my world that I know. But I think there's been kind of this just underground kind of despair. <laughs> <The> last, <laughs> just despair the last few years. Um, 
And people, like, are just so hungry for this type, just to sit in the same room yeah. mm-hmm. with a bunch of people mm-hmm. that make them feel not as crazy as maybe when they walked in. Like, just, mm-hmm. and then they can go back to their, whatever, mm-hmm. surrounded by conservative people at their, like, desk right. job yeah. for the next week and feel kind of filled up that, like, oh, yeah. there are people in this community that give a shit about what I give a shit right. about. Right, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, so it's just so needed. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah, I think we need that kind of, like, right now more than ever. Yeah. The community is so important to find like-minded people because, honestly, like, I think it's the only way of, like, survive, like, the Trump administration is, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I know that, like, I have friends who aren't shitty like this, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> yes. I have people that, like, want to fight the good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've said this before on different episodes, but I, when when he was elected i you know we all just kind of freaked out and had our mm-hmm. moment and then literally the only way i think i've survived is to be like hyper local mm-hmm. and to not focus on what i can't control right. but to attend stuff like this that's like my literal neighbors mm-hmm. that are doing shit in the community mm-hmm. um and then you feel like okay there's possible it's going to be it's going to be okay yeah yeah probably think, you know <laughs> Yeah, most, most likely, yeah. probably fine. Yeah. It's probably fine. Yeah. Um, probably going to be, or might make it. Maybe. <laughs> um, I do think, like, on, on the sunny side of that outlook, <laughs> yes. like, yes, it was absolutely shitty. I, you know, the morning I woke up and found out that he was elected, I cried. Um, but I do think it, it re-inspired me to do things mm-hmm. like this, and I think it was like that for a lot of people, because I feel like before... Like, through the Obama administration, if I can talk, um, I was just like, we're doing great, right. everything's good, yeah. we'll save the rainforest, everybody's going to be okay, <laughs> like, yeah. it's all great, and and then it wasn't, and mm-hmm. so, it, you know, I think I had gotten kind of blasé about the need to continue to fight for these types of things, because right. it felt like, you know, the world was turning in a way that was, you know on my side yeah and not that it isn't but you know it just it reminds you that yeah there are still people out there who think very different things than me and you know there's still a reason to you know make a case for what I think is right yeah yes love it do you either one of you or both of you have like a favorite like favorite memory favorite moment of a past film festival that you're like this is what it's about I think for me, like, aside from, like, putting the first one on and being, mm-hmm. like, holy shit, we did it. Like, mm-hmm. we pulled this off and, like, I I think, like, that kind of stuff, like, makes you believe in, like, yeah. I don't have any money and, like, people just gave me money to put on a film mm-hmm. fest and, like, my community came around me and yeah. supported me to, like, make this thing happen and that, like, I think about that when I get, like, real sad sometimes I'm mm-hmm. like... Anything is possible mm-hmm. if you just, like, try hard yeah. and, Absolutely. you know, you have your community surrounding you and lifting you up. That, like, to me is, like, kind of thing I've learned from the Film Fest. But yeah. We've had so many great speakers and, like, people that we've brought in mm-hmm. and films that we've brought in. I mean, like, it might be easier to name a few of those. There's, like... 
we had one that was called, I think, like, I'm going to say in, like, a real American accent, but Lay Clitoris. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, which was, like, an animated uh-huh. um, clit that's, like, dancing around. Yeah. and like, Oh, I feel like I saw that. It was, like, yes. really popular online yes. after we yeah. showed it. There's one by, um, I think her name's M- Mona Hadar that mm-hmm. was, like, this all about, like, um, where... It was called Wrap My Hijab, which was a, um, like, all about being a Muslim woman, but still being sexy, mm-hmm. and, like, what that means, and she's, like, a rapper and, and um, Very cool. artist from uh, Detroit, and it was this music video that we showed. Mm-hmm. I think just, like, the people I've met have been, like, mm-hmm. amazing, and mm-hmm. we had, um, we've had people talk about different stuff, like, you know, from deep, like, trauma, sexual assault, to, like... Beyonce and uh-huh. like putting out lemonade, like and what uh-huh. that means for feminism. We've had people talk about like, I, like, the music scene in Grand Rapids, but then like, also like what, um, like, had a woman come in and speak about the movie Alien and like mm-hmm. what that means for feminism and women in horror films. So, mm-hmm. like, covered. We've covered it all. We've like, it's really awesome. I think we have some really cool programming too, like plan for this year that I'm getting really excited Mm -hmm. about, so. Yeah. Yeah. The very first year, so I've actually been involved for four years, technically, so the very first year I just volunteered. Oh, yeah. And I think I just handed out, like, programs at the door all Mm -hmm. day, and towards the end of the day, this woman came up and stopped me, and she said, you know, thank you so much for putting this on. She'd been in town for some sort of seminar at Spectrum Health or something like that, Mm -hmm. and... Um, she told me that she, this just made her visit, that she, you know, was, you know, a lesbian woman. She didn't really feel like she was welcome in Grand Rapids or in the community when she went to the hospital, like, and nothing against Spectrum mm-hmm. by any means, like, this was just her experience. And then when she went on and came to the fest, she was like, it's so great to see that there are people like this here, that mm-hmm. it isn't just a conservative community, like, that, you know, people would care enough to put something like this on and she had felt so welcome and so mm-hmm. that was a really good moment for me and I think that was when I was like I, this is something I need to continue to be yeah a part of yeah I love that yeah because really I mean if you like make one person feel right. better in their skin yeah like exactly. job well done yeah, yeah, yeah that's so, awesome yeah and she left you know thinking good things about my city which is yeah good, so. it's nice we could use a little bit yeah. of that right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> So can you say, like, any upcoming things you know about, or oh, are yeah. you keeping them under wraps? No. Okay. I don't think so, are we? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's no real secrets okay. here. Um, we So we're in, like, really in, like, our busy planning season, because the film fest comes up at the end of October. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a few kind of, like, really cool things in the works um, this year. We are curating, like Courtney said, um, five panel or five. Um, sorry, we are curating uh, five blocks of films, mm-hmm. and that's something that we have been doing. Mm-hmm. So, we're also going to include um, probably a few talks with the filmmakers after, which is something Very we cool. introduced last mm-hmm. year, and like something that I think was really meaningful to a lot of people, and to include and really highlight our um, local filmmakers. We right mm-hmm. right now don't have budget to be able to bring in um, people from you know across the globe although mm-hmm. we do show international films um, I don't know are there any films that you've seen that you're like really excited about um, or are you not ready to talk about that yet 
still processing. No, there, there are some films that um, I think, you know, broadly of what I've seen so far, after I was like kind of knocking documentaries earlier, um, there are some really great documentaries that I watched um, that are going through about um, some subjects that I just hadn't thought of before. I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's one of the really cool things about the fest is that we do get these international films and it kind of opens your eyes to stuff that isn't necessarily happening in the media, but mm-hmm. it's still really important. Um, and so one of those was addressing kidnappings of women for ransom in, in uh, Mexico that was a whole new mm-hmm. insight into that issue. So they didn't realize what's still going on. Yeah. Um, and the, the families that are trying to find them and, and make awareness about that is super good. There are some good things coming. And I, I know, you know, we had 265 films, I think, um, submitted this year. So we're still kind of digging through all that. Yeah. We have some, like, really cool panels mm-hmm. um, that we're planning for this year. Um, we're in, So we're partnering with um, Fountain Street Church. Cool. Um, and they're opening this new thing called the learning commons where they kind of want to do like this fountain off fountain fountain street off fountain Mm -hmm. um and we're partnering with um christopher rowe and uh virginia anzengruber Mm -hmm. which has been really really awesome Mm -hmm. um and they're amazing and are gonna help us kind of uh i don't know like really hone what the film fest is um and give us a little bit of financial support too so we're gonna um, planning on doing like a panel all about uh, feminism and religion, mm-hmm. which um, I think is so needed in West mm-hmm. Michigan. Something we've actually like, I think I've wanted to do since the film fest mm-hmm. started, and we talk about every year. But this year, we feel like we really have the means to do it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, so that we're gonna feature that, and then we're talking. We've been in talks with um, one of the producers of the film Teeth. Okay. Which is all about, it's like kind of a cult classic. Yeah. Um, but since we're so close to Halloween, we like to always include some kind of like horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and Teeth is like, was like a major motion picture um, that was actually written by the son of um, Lichtenstein, uh, the artist, okay. um, which is kind of crazy. But this woman produced it. And um, it's all about a, a woman who has teeth in her vagina. Okay. And it's like a, <laughs> it's kind of campy, perfect, yeah, and like horry and mm-hmm. weird, mm-hmm. and talks about like rape culture in a really interesting way, mm-hmm. and like we're gonna have trying to bring her in um, from New York to come speak and do like a keynote cool. talk for us. So that's yeah. kind of in in the works. Um, you know, also having um, Fountain Street Church, uh, they have this thing called a Screen Club, um, and they're gonna talk about the show Pose, which is all about the ball scene in the late 80s and the AIDS crisis and features Billy Porter and a lot of, and like a lot of trans actors and actresses um, that are like kind of up and coming and Mm -hmm. have really made a huge splash in the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And just is almost like an entirely um, black cast, Mm -hmm. people of color, like hardly any white people in it at all, which is amazing to see getting so much attention mm-hmm. um so they're going to be talking about that and then a lot of other stuff so cool mm. oh my gosh yeah. have we missed anything like anything else you just want people to know for sure about the day about whatever um well i guess a date yeah oh, that's that's really good. yeah <laughs> so it's at wealthy street theater um 
we have the time decided? Usually it's from like... I think we're doing... I, I would just say maybe midday. Midday. It's like going to be mm-hmm. like an afternoon. To roughly 10 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Um, full on day. Full day on October 27th. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a Sunday. It's a Sunday, yeah. Um, so you can go to church and then come with the <laughs> As you would. As yes. you would. Um, sure. That Venn so, diagram is, yeah, is a lot of people. There's a lot of people in the, in the middle of that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so October 27th, um, midday to, you know, pretty late evening. Again, it's totally free. Come as you are. Bring your friends. Um, cool. I think, you know, again... The films will be running all day, so keep an eye out for speakers and panels and things like that that you're really interested in, and then, you know, stay for the films. Love it. And if people follow you on, is Facebook best? Facebook is our up-to-date info. Yeah. And we're, um, by the time it's out, we'll have our event up, um, so you can, we should, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) yeah, we will have it up. Um, yeah, so you can look for the Facebook event, too, and that we usually put, like, good updates in there, and... Um, we will be updating our website as we finalize things closer to the fest, which is grffffs3fs.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can check that out for all like mm-hmm. the panel on times and information. Um, yeah, anything cool. you need. Mm-hmm. And I will link, as I've said, to all your stuff so people Great. can go to the show notes yep. and follow everything and click mm-hmm. going to the event and all those yeah. important things. Awesome. Yeah. So I always ask four questions at the end. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so you can just answer whatever comes to mind is totally fine. Okay. Um, I'm only writing them down so I don't forget. So the first one is, and we've talked a lot about this, so I don't know if you have any other brilliant ideas. I'm sure you have lots of brilliant ideas but, um, <laughs> related to this question. If people are wanting to create more genuine connection, community, besides attending the Film Fest, is there anything else that just comes to mind about how to do that? I mean, I think for us, um, you know, it's a one-day event, but it's really a, a year-round planning, and yeah. we're always looking for new people to come in, to help organize, to volunteer, yeah. to just kind of help spread the message. Um, so I think one way to get involved is, is to just get involved in us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't need to be like a full-time commitment. You know, it can be temporary volunteer time, just putting up some posters close to the fest. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to get more involved and just meet a group of really great ladies who are passionate about feminism, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a really good place to start. Mm-hmm. I love that. Getting, I, for me, like I'm not a super outgoing person, but if I have a job, mm-hmm. like I'm volunteering at Makes something, then I can yeah. connect with whoever I'm handing out flyers yeah. with or whatever. Absolutely. And then you meet yeah. new people easier yeah. that way. I think I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, it's like, I, I started this film fest so that other people would start other stuff. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want to see, like, like a hundred other people make, like, different festivals that mean different stuff to them. Yeah. Um, even if it's another feminist film festival, like, Grand, I want to make Grand Rapids a cool city that I want to live in. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everyone else wants to do that, too. So, yep. like, like I said, like, earlier, you can do anything you want to. Um, mm-hmm. You just have to have... You, your community and faith in your community that they will come Mm -hmm. uh, around you and Mm -hmm. feel like that you know has happened every time we've really Mm -hmm. wanted to do something which has been amazing and wonderful and we can't say thank you to Grand Rapids enough for that so start start something do something yeah make Mm -hmm. something 
And you don't know who's watching. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's people that haven't come up to you and said, gosh, Lydia, thank you for doing this. Because you did this, I did this. Mm-hmm. But they've definitely done it. Yeah. And they so. don't necessarily circle back and right. tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's always people being kind of inspired. Just mm-hmm. my little, like, dog and pony podcast. People have been like, oh, my gosh, that's so amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I just sit in my dining room. But, um, <laughs> but it was something I didn't think I could do. So it's huge for me. Yeah. And other people kind of see that. And they're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, she did this thing and it's this yeah love it yeah love it absolutely um so if people only saw you across the room or saw like your you know resume like titles roles you're a whatever business owner activist Mm -hmm. person um (laughs) what are they missing like or what might they get wrong i know i've been thinking about this like all afternoon I mean, are you trying to make me go first? Always. Are you trying to just wait, wait it out uh-huh. until I go? Every single time. Every single time. Um, I can go first. Okay. <laughs> Take the pressure, pressure off. Thank you. Um, so, I don't know. I have been thinking about this because Lenny mm-hmm. kind of previewed the questions for me. And, you know, I think the thing for me that I'd want people to know that most people don't know, um, if you look at my resume, it's I've done pretty well for myself um you know I've had a really good career I you know have a really good job I you know married happy mm-hmm. um part of the film fest have had lots of other really good opportunities um but when I was in school teachers told me not to bother with college because I was so dyslexic wow. that yes. they didn't think that I was going to be able to make it so yeah. I had you know, a huge disability growing up, learning to read, like, really struggled through school, and I had a lot of people tell me, like, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully you can get a job in a factory or something. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, but, you know, yeah. but don't bother trying to go for, through school. And, right. you know, I did, and I graduated with honors, and, you know, I've done really well. So yeah. I think for me, it's just showing that you don't know what other people's struggles are, yeah. and you don't know what their background is, and it may look like someone is really you know, successful, but they probably, you know, worked really hard for that. And, yeah. you know, if you're someone who feels like you're not good enough or you don't have the right talents, that's not true. Like mm-hmm. anybody can do anything. I think to what Lydia said before, just reach out to your community. You'd be mm-hmm. amazed what people will do if you ask them. Yep. Like, um, you know, just get out there and you can be great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that. Damn. That's hard should to follow. You probably should have gone first. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Um. <laughs> Um, and if you just want to pass, that's okay, too. I'll, I'll say something. Um, <laughs> uh, amazing answer, Courtney. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think I share a lot of the same sentiments of, like, you know, I have, I have, like, a, an amazing life. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a family that supports me. I have a husband that cares about me. I have a... A house that I get to live in and own um you know there's a lot of like super cool stuff that like I feel privileged to be part of and am privileged to mm-hmm. to be part of but um although and I think I seem very like extroverted and confident um there's a lot of shit going on under the mm-hmm. surface like um I go to I go to therapy every mm-hmm. week and I like deal with like anxiety and depression and have been misdiagnosed multiple times for mental health issues and mm-hmm. um I think that like 
you know, although I may seem like super po- body positive and confident in my body, like I still have hard fucking days where yep. I feel ugly or gross or weird or yep. outcast or whatever. I think like even the most confident people um, are going through hard mm-hmm. days and it's okay to like see that like sometimes there are like hard days where you're not doing well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to not do well. Like there's another day waiting for you. Yes. So. Yeah. So even though that was super hard, thank you to both of you. Because yeah. I think those are incredibly powerful answers and so true. And, yeah, everyone's got something going on, no matter how shiny and yeah. sparkly they look in front of your yeah. eyeballs or on social media or whatever. They some Something is going yeah. on. Yes. yes. Or they've been through something. Yeah. Yes. I feel like you All get people. so duped on social media. Like, yeah. I mean, I do it, too. Like, I only post the good shit. Right. right. I'm not yeah. going to yeah. post when I'm, like fucking had diarrhea right you know like, <laughs> like you not? i'm not gonna post when no. i had like a mental breakdown and had a huge fight with my mom on the phone yeah like when i'm gonna post a picture of me crying and say yeah, yeah i had a bad day today like yeah right. you know and maybe maybe i do need to do that and like yeah. kind of yeah. bring you know more context to what life is actually like but yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. no easy everyone's putting out their best stuff. Yeah. yes for sure yeah um, what types of spaces or types of people make you feel the most like fully seen for who you are or fully heard? So I've really been into this idea. Um, I was working with the Better Body Image yeah, uh, conference a little bit. They're amazing. Um, we're taking a little break this year. Okay. But um, as I was kind of organizing and helping on that, uh. I've been really into this idea of like restrictive spaces. So Mm -hmm. we talk a lot with the film fest about accessibility for all, Mm -hmm. but what does it look like to make like a a POC only space? Mm -hmm. What does it look like to make a, um, so one thing, way way I kind of came about is like I organized this plus size clothing swap. Mm -hmm. And as we were talking about it with the better body image conference together as, as members, um, they're like, well, should we include, we should probably include straight sizes and like smaller sizes. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, as a plus size woman, I can't, there's nowhere I can go to just like shop and be able to buy everything. Mm-hmm. I want to create that space for like mm-hmm. um, fat women. Mm-hmm. I want that space to be a thing. Yeah. So I think creating these spaces where like, like that are, this is fat only. Like, yes. This is it. Like, sorry, this is women only. This is for, you know for queer people only like this yeah. is for whoever whatever marginalized group and then you can really create a true safe space i think creating safe space is friggin' hard yep but um that like making a space that is restrictive yet still including accessibility yeah is so important so yeah. mm-hmm. that's kind of where i'm i'm moving towards i think yeah it's like what does that look like mm-hmm. and putting it out there to people that if you if you are a person that carries some kind of privilege like I do, you know, white cisgender, mm-hmm. medium-sized body person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um and I hear of a, a a restrictive space that I'm not a part of and I have some some feeling some kind of way about mm-hmm. that, like keeping that here right. <laughs> and dealing with my own nonsense about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um because I've had the same I it just like kind of reflexively brings up stuff and being able to like be aware 
of that enough and going, oh, that's my issue. I'm not going to go to those people and go, mm. but why can't I? Like, yeah. that's mm. just, anyway, I'm just putting that out into the universe. Like, mm-hmm. if you white cisgender privilege bearing yeah. people totally. have feeling some kind of way, deal with that with your fellow privileged people. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's just my I mean, PSA. Yeah. It is. It's such a good reflection on, like, hey, oh, yeah, I have privilege like i can go wherever the fuck i want to go i can i really i mean i pretty much can Mm -hmm. but like there's a lot of people who don't feel safe in a Mm -hmm. lot of public spaces so Mm -hmm. let's make the private spaces safe for them yes i love that yes thank you all right so since lydia talked about spaces Mm -hmm. i'll talk about people Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so i think for me just especially my career right now just thinking about what it means to create that feeling of safety and security on a one-on-one basis with other people Mm -hmm. um, has really been top of mind for me. Um, Looking back over my life, not that I had like an exceptionally, you know, abnormally difficult time or anything. I mean, I think it was probably fairly normal, you know, teenage through 20s. But, you know, I went through a lot of emotional struggles. I went through some depression. I also went through, you know, just my struggle with schooling and whatnot. And the people who really helped me through that were the people who were open and honest and ready to, most importantly, listen to me when Mm -hmm. I just needed to talk um, and not judge me on what I said and not always give advice. Just to be there and support me and keep, you know, encouraging me to, to go forward with whatever I was going through. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me right now, um, I'm a manager at my job at Meyer in their creative department and, you know, working with my teammates especially, it's just trying to be that person that will be available to just listen mm-hmm. and be open to whatever your problems are mm-hmm. and not, you know, try and discern between like is this really a big issue it's a big issue to you if yeah. you want to talk about it so I think you know not as grand a scale as what Lydia was talking about but you know just on a day-to-day level just yeah. making sure that that I'm listening I think you know yeah. I'm, I'm a big talker I love to talk sometimes uh-huh. my mouth is moving and I'm not <laughs> it's running ahead of me without me <laughs> so Just trying to be a little more self-aware and a little more conscious of Mm -hmm. of creating that environment for people around me. I feel like that's a rare manager that does that. A rare (laughs) rare leader in a work Mm -hmm. setting that does that so your people are lucky. Um, Last question. Favorite things. Mm. This should be easy. Just things that you love, that light you up. They can be deep. They can be silly. They can be whatever. What makes you happy? Uh, Oh, gosh. I mean, so many things, but... (laughs) Um, I'm a, so in addition to the film fest, I'm also, uh, heavily involved in, in different, a lot of different animal and dog rescues. Oh, very cool. Um, animal freak. I am an animal freak. <laughs> and so having the opportunity to, you know, help other people, um, you know, find those pets in their mm-hmm. lives and find those pets good homes and places where that they are going to be supportive. I think for me, and this is making me sound like... Well, I'm a crazy person when I run off a little bit, um, but <laughs> you're welcome I, here. You're okay. crazy is welcome here. I know. Um, you know, I think lives are lives. Like yeah. people lives, animal lives, everybody's lives. Lives are important. So mm-hmm. creating 
um, good homes and good places for you know all all the kingdom. Oh, I think yes. is is something that makes me really happy. So yeah. puppies, puppies make me really happy. There you go. <laughs> well, that sounds crazy. <laughs> and you have three dogs, did you say? I do have three dogs. So. What sort of dogs? Are they all kind of math? Um. Well, you can see a lot of them on my arm. Oh, um, very cool. So we, my husband and I, have specifically tried to rescue dogs who are either senior to a point where people don't want them mm-hmm. or have behavioral issues. Um, so right now we have uh, 11 or 12-year-old Boston Terrier, uh-huh. 8-year-old French Bulldog who hates babies, <laughs> and um, <laughs> a really insane like pit bull, boxer, something-something mix. Hmm. Who's named Lloyd? Um, they all get sure. along great. <laughs> um, so yeah, we typically have like three dogs at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, the old ones we love, but you know, unfortunately, they don't always stay with us as long. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's really fulfilling. Oh, I love that. Yeah. How about you, Lydia? Favorite things? Well, mine's gonna be a little less like. Um, I don't saying. know. Puppies. No, well. One thing would be, yeah, I have, I just got a puppy, um, like, about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. named Ziki, and mm-hmm. he's, like, my little angel, oh. and also Satan, tries to bite my face off, he loves licking my belly button. Um, oh, puppies. Yeah, he's, he's a little, little wild, but <laughs> I love him, and it's brought, like, a whole new perspective to my life, actually, which yeah. is really cool, um, like. I'm learning a lot about patience. Uh, yes. Super good. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I'm loving, I'm loving Lizzo right now. Mm-hmm. So into I Lizzo. Mean, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could not be happier. For, I feel like she's like my sister that got like famous. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you go, girl. I love yes. you. Yes, yes, bitch. Like, yes. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I love... Uh, I love the show Pose. Um, super into that and like all things drag and love it. Um, see, I like this. Been following this account called um, Hets Explain Yourself, um, which is <laughs> on Instagram, and it's so good. It's all about like super heteronormative bullshit um, that love like it. like you know having those like really kitschy like weird signs that are like. If you don't put on a ring on it, then <laughs> I hate you. Or that's a terrible yeah. example. Um, I can, I get but it. you know, like in like things. that certain writing, yeah, and like, uh-huh. yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. I know, like all the really heteronormative weirdness in our yeah. society right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like love. Um, I'm really enjoying decorating my my house. I just moved into a house like. A new house two months ago. So new house and a puppy. Yeah, you no know, like problem in a film festival. Sure, yeah, yeah. Not at all. Who cares? Um, no <laughs> problem. Yeah, back it in. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love all those things. Fantastic. Thank you guys again for coming. I'm excited. I've not ever been true. True confession. I've never been to the film festival, so I'll have to go this yes, year yes, and check too. it out and bring the husb. Yeah, maybe the kids. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody. It's free, yeah. so you can bring anyone you want. Love yeah. it. Well, I will shout it from the rooftops. I totally love you guys and the vibe and the whole thing. It's fantastic. So thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks for making this so normal, too. It was very, yeah, like, this is going to be, like, a weird yes. thing, but it's been cool. I know. People so. get scared. But yeah. then I try to, yeah. like, lessen the nerves. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. It's awesome. Been fun. Well, thanks.
because when I have conversations like this, it feels like a deep breath, like a relaxing sigh. I just love knowing there are women in the world doing the thing that might scare them, but they know it's worth it. They know that people need this film festival. We need these spaces where black women can talk about how Lizzo has impacted their lives, where trans people can see themselves represented in film, where the work of women and people of marginalized groups are highlighted because we know they are the people we need to be listening to. And I love how they mention that getting involved in the film fest can really be a form of self-care. If you need to find your people and this event resonates with you, get involved. I know you'll be welcomed and you're definitely needed. They're waiting for someone just like you to show up with your exact skill set. I hope you feel inspired to do the thing. As I think Lydia said, do something, make something, create something. We all need you. And sorry if that's not a direct quote, Lydia, but I think the listeners get the idea. I just want people to go do their thing, find their magic, create the magic in the world. So here's your chance to take the literal middle seat in Wealthy Theater on October 27th. I know you'll find creativity and inspiration and belonging and the Grand Rapids Feminist Film Festival right there.